Hello and welcome. I'm your host Tyler here with Nick. And you're listening to Makeshift Meeples, where we won't teach you how to play board games, we just talk about them. Nick, what are we playing today? This week on Makeshift Meeples, Zombie Kids Evolution. Zombie Kids Evolution is designed by Anique Lobey with art by Nikau. Publishing is provided by Scorpion Mask and Asmodee. In the legacy version of Zombie Kids, the young players are in a school when zombies start to attack. Players move through rooms eliminating zombies to keep the zombie reserves full. To win, players need to lock each of the four entryways before being overwhelmed. As you play more games, you'll complete more missions, track your development through a trophy sticker system, and open envelopes that contain new materials, upping the challenges you face, while also providing new powers and new heroes as well. What's up, Tyler? Hey, Nick. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, me too. So we played Zombie Kids Evolution this week. You gotta say it, kids. Kids with a Z. Yeah. Yeah. I when I was looking up information about the game, like who published it and all that, the uh, I typed in "zombie kids" with an S, and a bunch of other stuff pops up. So, <laughs> yeah. Not exactly what you were looking for. Yeah. I mean, my point is, it's interesting a, material, but just not what you were looking I, for. I actually think I remember hearing of a video game where you played as kids and there were zombies attacking a school. So this is not a uh, a genre or subject matter that I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah. I think other people have used it before. Yeah. But Zombie Kids was originally just, um, it was also a board game, right? There was no evolution tacked onto it. Correct. So I know I haven't played it. You haven't, have you played it? I haven't it? played the original one either, but okay. this one caught my eye and it seemed interesting yeah. enough to check out. But so what, what evolved about Zombie Kids to make Zombie Kids evolution? So I believe the whole evolution thing is the envelope, air quotes, legacy system that you use while playing through this game multiple times. Yeah. So. When I saw the box, I, it was really small, so I didn't know kind of what to expect from a legacy yeah. game in such a small box. I I genuinely had the same reservations where it's like, you know, when you hear that there's a legacy game, your brain instantly goes to, like, some of these just massive, huge boxes that are going to take tens of hundreds of hours yeah. to get through. And seeing something like this that's in a much smaller box much lighter overall gameplay i didn't really know how that was going to work out yeah i always think of either charterstone or or gloomhaven or even maybe like uh pandemic legacy right yeah i mean pandemic legacy and charterstone are probably on the lighter side of most legacy games Mm. but there's been a number that are Mm. like gloomhaven that you're talking about a 50 pound box to just get going i remember when that game came into the store it uh it's quite heavy there's a lot of them in the in the box that it came into so multiple pounds but i have never played a legacy uh type game before so this is my first experience with it playing zombie kids evolution and uh what did you think about it just in general so i am a big fan of light games that are quick to play and you can turn around really quickly and that's exactly what this game is and it's light enough that you can play it i can play with my nieces and nephews you can play with your kids but it's also there's a decent amount of strategy there that like you really do have to think through things and just in the games that you and i played it's not like we won every game no like because of how the randomness of new zombies popping up happens there's some some pretty reasonable challenges to this yeah there's there's a certain amount of spaces on the board and actually there's a um, two sides to the board there's a day side and night side and if I recall, one of the sides has less doors. Correct. So it's just less yeah. access to mobility. Yeah, and, and that's the side that you're supposed to play with more players. Okay. And when we played, 
the times that a bunch of the zombies accumulated, it was normally like we were just more than one space away. We yep. couldn't deal with the horde, and we just happened to roll the same color die three times in a row, or we neglected a room. We're like, oh, it's only one zombie. It'll be if, fine. If three, zombies, yeah. if three zombies won't show up, and then they just did. Yeah, we then the next two turns, time. we rolled that same room, yeah. Yeah, but so it, it means that there's a, enough randomness to, even though the mechanics are simple, mm-hmm. to uh, still have it be a challenge oh yeah for sure and really all you're doing in this in zombie kids evolution is moving around the board which on your turn you can literally just move one square one adjacent square right well i mean it's simple enough i think we can go through it on your turn you roll a die to place a zombie on the board you always do that yeah um there is a blank side to the die so there's a chance you won't have a zombie Mm -hmm. then you can move then you can remove zombies up to two of them from any space that you're on Mm -hmm. And then if you're in the same space as a friendly character and you're next to one of the entries, you can place a lock on that entry, which is the win condition for the players is to have all four locks up. Yeah. So it's very conditional, but it's, it's a very interesting... It's so simple, but it makes it difficult kind of game. Yeah, and so in, in retrospect, just thinking about like the power that the players have and the power that the game has, yeah. I think it's pretty balanced because, like you said, the players can remove up to two zombies... So, but they only generate one zombie every turn. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. So it's possible that, that they just roll the blank. There's and, a one in six chance you don't place a zombie. But that's this, technically the... So there is a smaller chance that you will roll that um, right. that blank side, but there still is an equal chance that you'll roll it that same side. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, but my point is, the players can remove up to two zombies while they can only move one space, and the zombies can only spawn once a turn but they can spawn anywhere well and i don't think we were giving anything away but some of the powers that you open up and unlock make it so that you're actually possibly placing more than one zombie every turn yeah that's a good point though so this this that's i think the concept of the evolution right because it's not that this zombie kids is a uh, different version of the old game it's that as you open up these packages the game evolves right that's kind of that's kind of so you uh, get new powers smart, as players. Right? You get new zombies that come out, new abilities that happen on the zombies. I think you can even all get kinds new of characters. Stuff. Yeah, too. there's a couple new characters, I believe. Which I don't quite understand. We didn't make it through all thirteen no. envelopes. We made it to one, uh, but but it did add a lot of value to playing uh-huh. the future games because, like you said, your character gets power, but there's also a rule that comes along if you use yep. that character power. Right. And it's kind of cool because you have the choice between using those character powers and not when you're progressing through the legacy sticker system. Yes, yeah, so like if you open up a thing that has an ability for a character and you've been playing that character, you can literally just swap out for another one if you don't want to use that ability mm-hmm. as you continue to progress. But the other thing I really like about this legacy system that they have is it's not every game that you're going to end up opening a new envelope either mm-hmm. because there's essentially achievements that can add to your progress. But I think it's about five. You either need to play five games or earn a combination of five games or five achievements in order to open a new envelope. Mm-hmm. So you're going to play a decent number of games before you even get all these envelopes open. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what we were uh, missing, you know, when we discussed 
the description and it said as you get better yeah right i think what it means is as you get used to playing with those new abilities and rules well i think like any game the more times you play it the better you're going to be at it the more you're going to understand how the game works and it seems like about the time you really understand how the game functions you open up a new envelope and there's kind of another hitch thrown into it that you got to learn all of a sudden in terms of game development that is an interesting way to create a hook for the player oh yeah so that it doesn't just make the game so difficult that you can't play but you still progress at the same time Mm -hmm. right even if you lose the game you still generate a a progression point right yeah yeah so i really did have fun with the um with that first i guess couple of games we played yeah because like you said even if you lose you're going to progress towards opening a new envelope yeah and i think they did a really good um really good job of locking the achievements once you score them yep i I, when i first saw the book i was like well okay if you just always do these uh these achievements you'll always get extra points what's what's the point of even having the achievements that point yeah. yeah but but they locked it by in the book you you have for each achievement you have two trophies yep. and one trophy goes on the achievement and one trophy goes on the, the progression card right so it's just a very convenient easy solution you don't have to like write it in with a pencil what if you don't have a pencil like yeah. they just take care of it for you i really like the whole passport aspect of the game too i think it makes it fun for both older players and kids as well that mm. as you play games you're putting stickers onto this pr- passport that then tells you when you open up the next envelope yeah. and and the other part is the in the passport as you open up new rules and things there's sections in the book designed for you to write that in there as well mm-hmm. yeah i think that the the book is a pretty neat way to remember what you've done uh-huh. so that if you want to come back next week and play you don't have to open all the envelopes remember it from scratch you can just open the book and then say yep. here's the one two and three rules yep. yeah and there's new achievements that are unlocked with some of the envelopes as well so even though you may have knocked out a lot of the achievements in the the starting passport, as you open more envelopes, you're going to have more different things that you can try to win with. So Yeah, well, what's so neat is that, like you said, you unlock achievements, but when you play a game, you don't have to just... You don't have to just play the game and try to win. You yeah. can play the game and try to do an achievement. Right. right? Win with that achievement. Um, so it kind of gives you the sense that you, the player, the sense that you're creating the game a mm-hmm. little bit, or you're deciding how to play, even though it's relatively simple. It's just more, it creates various goals that you can you can go through the game to play. Yeah. Um, and I think that that player agency really makes it motivating to play, instead mm-hmm. of just like, okay, let's see what happens this time. It's, I want to try to do this yeah. on, on this play session. Yeah, I mean, I think you see that in a lot of games today where at least video games, probably more mm-hmm. so than board games, where you have this achievement system mm. and you have players that are completionists that are like, I want to get these specific achievements. Mm. So rather than like playing the main game, they try to just do those specific achievements. Mm. And honestly, it makes a new and interesting way for you to try to play that particular game. Mm. And this does that. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. So I thought I read somewhere that Zombie Kids Evolution was supposed to be focused at a younger audience is that kind of true i believe it is i mean all the art is a little more cartoony it's not like completely cartoony by any Mm. means but it's got a really neat flair to it and uh i mean even the zombies are just kind of goofy and funny looking so i i think that's a good thing and it it keeps it interesting for everybody well just in general though do you know how maybe like a kid would perceive this game because i haven't really played with a lot of younger younger folks 
And if, if the whole goal of Zombie Kids Evolution is to focus legacy game towards the younger audience, I think that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I just don't have that, that frame of reference to know if kids would like it. I think kids can pick this up pretty easily mm-hmm. uh, in terms of, well, the other part of it, it's cooperative. So just like a pandemic legacy game, you're all working together to the same goal anyway. Mm-hmm. But each player still has their own free choice in what they're going to do on a turn. Mm-hmm. So I think that part of it makes it really interesting. And I think it works really well with a younger audience as well. Mm-hmm. If you have some younger gamers that are just getting started in gaming or they're you know, stepping away from the more kids-based games into something with a little more strategy, this is one of those games that the mechanics are light, but the strategy actually has some depth to it. Mm-hmm. So it's a good transition game for those kids as well. Yeah, I noticed that just as playing, a lot of the movements and decisions that we were making kind of boil down to mathematical probabilities, Yeah, which are relatively easy to rationalize. It's normally like, do you want to just unlock this lock now and save a couple turns, or do you want to play it safe and try to kill these zombies so that we can you know, maybe potentially have even more turns later? Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cool because as you defeat the zombies that are placed on the board before the game starts you add more to the reserve yeah so you can kind of rationalize going for those locks because you're adding more zombies to the reserve i.e not dying because you're running out of zombies in the reserve yeah so because zombies start essentially in each of the spots you need to put a lock going there does have some value Mm -hmm. in that you're filling up that reserve to buy yourself Mm -hmm. more time yeah yeah it's kind of a uh kind of a higher level thought process i suppose than than kids would have but i don't know maybe they would but i do like i do like the game i think that it's so smart to put a legacy style genre into 15 minute sessions oh yeah that's the other thing this game plays so fast that i think anytime you get out you're not just going to play one game you're going to play two or three or maybe even four or five games Mm -hmm. And I think that the passport system is set up in a way that you can easily unlock an envelope each time you pull this game out. That being said, you might actually get two envelopes one time. You know, it'll vary a little bit, but Mm -hmm. because you're not just playing a single game, you're not just opening an envelope every time you play either because the game's so short. It almost feels like a filler legacy game. Oh, yeah. Right? You could just play it for 30 minutes while you're waiting for your friends and you don't have to have six players or four players. You can just play with two. Yep. So I kind of like that modular aspect of it, right? They don't necessarily nail you down for two hours of gameplay just right. because you want to pull it out. Yep. And you can play with different people throughout the legacy. Oh, yeah. You, you, whereas other legacies, you have to play with the same group. Yep. And it's really difficult as we've, as we've just figured out from talk with people it's really difficult to sometimes set up a group for multiple weeks uh over a period of time it's like playing D, right yep except in D, you can kind of like remove a character if it's just one but in legacy game if you remove a character is a big difference yep there's actually a spot in the passport for you to put like your name in it oh so the owner of the game puts their name in and then each time you play with a new player, you can add their name to a ah, list. That's cool. So you have like a tracking of who all helped you move through this whole evolution of the zombie kids. Yeah, that's super cool. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Uh, so what were some of the things that you liked the most about zombie kids? And what were some of the things you liked the least? So, again, going into this, I was a little um, hesitant because I'd heard it was essentially light legacy, mm. which... 
I like the theory of legacy games. I just feel like they've been done wrong or bad so many times that as a game player, I, uh, I enjoy good games and I'm just hesitant to really get into a game that has some weird pieces to it. But I have to say, like, they really nailed it. This is a beautiful and great light legacy game to play. Yeah, I really like that it's a different take on a genre that's been around. And it doesn't just, it's not like it just adds a mechanic or it just adds a, uh, a feature, but it kind of changes the way it's played just, yep. just by scaling that time restraint mm -hmm. and time restriction. So I really like that. Um, the other thing that I thought was really important was that it plays fairly quickly, but there's still a decent amount of strategy to it that you can play it with somebody that doesn't have as much of a tension span, but there's still, again, enough strategy to keep more experienced or older players really involved in the game and enjoying it as well. Yeah, I could see that as a positive or a downside. Like, I think some players may think that movie there's not enough choice and sure. they may just be uninterested by it. But that you're going to have that with every game, I think. There's going to be some things that players find interesting. Yeah, I mean, if you're somebody that you love Euros and those are the only kinds of games you ever want to play, you're yeah. not going to enjoy this game. Or, or, or even if, there, if this game just doesn't feel uh, different enough to some players that can maybe hmm. uninterest them but that was I, a negative that i thought i could see that but honestly i think it's different enough from most games out there that i've played mm. like i can't think of something that it would correlate really quickly and well to mm -hmm. so what were some of the things you thought were more interesting i really did like the uh, fact that the box is super tiny right it's easy to carry like this legacy a game around as co compared to other its counterparts and it, it's not something that you have to play, per se. You could just bring it for, you know, 15 minutes. Well, that's the other thing. It's a small box, so, like, bringing it with you, it's a small box, it's a light box. You can throw it in a backpack. You can throw it in anything. It's not going to take up too much space yeah. for you. And, and what I really mean is that there's just not a lot of pieces in it. I like it yeah. because I don't have to pull out a whole game and set it up in, in, for 30 minutes just to play for two hours. So Yeah, it... It's a nice. three-minute setup for a 15-minute game. Nice, <laughs> like, nice compact box. It goes pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's all we've got today. See ya. Wrap it up. Thank you for listening to Makeshift Meeples. You can see more about our upcoming shows on our website, makeshiftmeeples.com, as well as offer us feedback or contact us about games you would like to see on the show. If you enjoyed the episode, there are a number of ways you can help us keep this thing going. Share this episode with a friend. Hit that subscribe button so that you're notified of future episodes. Like and follow us on social media. And you can support us on the Patreon and Anchor app.